Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Hello, everybody. We are here today. Hi. Talking about your six pack of beer. Or abs, one mm-hmm. or the other. You know, funny we say that because as soon as you said six pack, that's what people think of when you think of the word core. Core, yeah. Nobody knows that the core. Well, I'm sure somebody. I knows. mean, yeah, like <laughs> somebody knows. Not nobody. We're not indefinite here. But everybody always thinks about the abs when we talk about the core, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. what that entails. Everybody's like, it, w- the biggest thing with like back pain, right? Oh, strengthen your core. 100%. Right? Like, uh, right? Yeah. But strengthen your abs. Yes. Yeah, right. Like, do more abs. <laughs> do yeah. the abs. Do more abs, uh, and your back pain will go away. Sure. Right? But that's not always the case, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So uh, I guess we want to talk about the importance of addressing the core and what the core entails. Yes. Um, with a core, I know there's various slings, right? Mm, you can use yeah. the word slings, yeah. So there's slings where, you know, your, your let's say your hip flexors connect towards your abdominals, mm-hmm. and then that's like one sling. Then you have a sling where your abs wrap around, and that's just transverse abdominis. Mm-hmm. Then we have a sling that connects your glute max mm-hmm. towards your opposite lat. Um, so that's another sling. So you got to think about how the core really works and what it entails. If you really think about it, think about the top of your shoulder, or mm-hmm. not the top of your shoulder, like your shoulder blade going mm-hmm. down to the butt, and like in an X, that's one sling. Right? Got so it. if you think about it like that in a general way, your core is much more than just your abs. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I honestly have never heard it explained that way. It all makes sense mm-hmm. in how I break it down. Just, I guess, a different perspective. You know, there's uh, local and global muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd like to say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the biggest thing about that is understanding that the local muscles are the ones that are really the one, or are really the... The muscles that need to be addressed as mm-hmm. opposed to the global, which is going to be the six-pack and then mm-hmm. the hip flexor. So I just differentiate it in, in a way that I, I have grown accustomed to. But the sling uh, approach actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where it originates and then where it attaches. That will allow you to understand, okay, that's the importance of this and it is involved in the core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the core itself that is one of those phrases that, like... Is it really called core? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's more multiple muscles working together than just one. Right. Or two. And, and right. that's kind of the sling. Where yeah. I see where you're going with it. And then with the local and global, those are, you need the local muscles to fire appropriately in order to facilitate for the global muscles to work well. Mm-hmm. You can have a beautiful six pack, but have pain for days. Mm-hmm. What's what's your best, or what what is the best way you would get someone to fire their core? If, we're, if they're dealing with back pain, which we're going to kind of st- stick to that, the biggest thing that I like for people to understand is that it's not so much bracing where you're like, you're holding your breath because yeah. then you're using your diaphragm, yeah, yeah. right? They, I always like to say when you hold your breath or when you're taking a picture and they say suck it in, that's not what I need you and, to do. And I think we also overdo like the whole posterior pelvic tilt. As PTs and oh, as a yeah. profession, like everybody's you like just to tilt that. your pelvis and hold that, right? Like, mm. The easiest thing for me is... You know where your belly button is. Mm-hmm. All I need you to do, and I use the word or the phrase, draw your belly button towards your spine. So you're not sucking it in. What you're doing is bringing that belly button back. And by doing that subtle movement, you're, you're now activating the core. You're activating your multifidi to be specific. Yes. Um, 
just by drawing in your belly button. And then after you do that, and so how you can do that is lay on your table or lay on a table or a mm-hmm. bed, nothing too soft. And you should have a natural curve. We all have a natural curve in our lower back. Mm-hmm. If you draw your belly button to your spine and your back starts flattening, then you're now bringing in the global muscles and no longer using your local. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you think about the blood pressure cuff and you put it underneath your back and you're not supposed to move it, mm-hmm. that whole ordeal, that's it's the same concept for, for the exception of if you don't have a blood pressure cuff to see if you're creating creating pressure between mm-hmm. your back and the table. All I need you to do is make sure that you can put your hand right in that small of your back where the curve lives, mm-hmm. draw that belly button in and make sure that your lower back doesn't move from the original position. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of information to take in, but the bottom line is draw your belly button to your spine without moving your back. Mm-hmm. You're using what is called the local muscles and even more specific, the multifidi. Yeah, I have people plank all the time, but most people that not most i'm not gonna like categorize it like that but a lot of people that come in mm-hmm. they do have increased lordosis and they're like mm-hmm. their back just collapses right so like what is a normal curvature right like what is is are they overdoing like the collapse and then nothing is engaging right so for me it's not only like not pushing against it but can you maintain maintain a normal lordotic curve right so then sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. i i do have them flex and then they it's like if they were putting a little bit of pressure against the cuff type of thing yeah um, and I, I will say i do that too mm-hmm. to at least to over exaggerate so they understand that yeah. something like to get feedback yeah, because they're like going from right ne- in the middle exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so yeah i totally like exaggerate one way and then exaggerate the other okay like meet me in the middle now hold that Money. Mm-hmm. especially when they've never done it before so they're like what are you saying draw the belly button i can draw you a belly button yeah, yeah draw, I mean. draw it. no well, you know one of my favorite things that i like to do um and i did this when i was working out with float a lot because float hated planks and i call it the plankathon the plankathon yeah yeah we would finish every workout with a plankathon we never had any abs by the way but we would finish <laughs> a workout with the plankathon and it's uh, it's one of my favorite things to do especially with someone working like on hip strength or back strength or back pain or anything like that but we would we finish every time we set a five minute timer and you go 30 seconds on 30 seconds off Planking 30 seconds, resting 30 seconds. Uh, but me and my wife, I would make her do it for 10 minutes, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, but it, it's so Wait, cool. Wait, she held a plank for 10 minutes? No, no. Did you not? She's obviously not paying attention. Yeah, I was. What did, what did I say? Oh, I thought I was. It's 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Oh, the Tabata. Well, yes. And then I heard 10 minutes. Yeah, and then you go 30 on, 30 off. I, well, I jumped past the Tabata and assumed that Flor just held a plank for 10 minutes. I mean, so that means could. that's what I'm saying. She yeah. has the capability of doing that. So come on. <laughs> no, so, uh, it's not far-fetched to think so that your wife could do that. That's something that you can do maintenance-wise for yourself. Mm. Like if you're having, you know, if you want to. Everybody always thinks about doing sit-ups and V-ups and all this stuff, which all is cool. All of the ups. But it's going to make your abs look pretty, but can they make them efficient? And usually any kind of planking will work on your endurance way better than any of that. Because it uses, what, almost every muscle you can think of. Yeah. And you need it, it creates a joint or body position awareness, mm-hmm. right? You need to know if your back is curving more, mm-hmm. like kind of sinking in. Mm-hmm. You may, it's good to do with a partner. I'm, I'm sure you're giving, you know, flawed feedback and vice versa, mm-hmm. potentially. Uh, and so, yeah, planks are, can be very boring, though. Yeah. You know, and I will say, like, I started picking up uh, boxing and I've had since had to take a break for our, you know, for my own reasons, mm-hmm. aka doing too much. But the point is, is we did a ton. Like we dedicated twenty minutes just mm-hmm. to core or yeah. abs. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, I can go, I can do crunches all day. But we did a plank, and it was like a minute long, and I was about to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so it's kind of one of those things. Like plank, it, it, it may be boring, it may be tedious, you may hate it, but do it. Yeah, it's kind of what I I'm love it. At. Plank. I don't love it. Plank to die. Well, maybe not that. Okay, not that much. <laughs> well, I wonder what the world record for planking is. Well, I, I remember seeing a complete. Uh, this older man had a had a catheter put in. He held it for at least four hours. 
had a catheter put in? Yeah, oh, so, so you, you could pee. pee. Oh, I was like, what? Was- you didn't put two in. You weren't paying attention. I was. No, whatever. So, you know, the, the thing, too, is that you don't necessarily have to work on your core. World planking time, nine hours, 30 Ooh, minutes and one four. second. He went for that one, one second. second. He had Damn. to. He had to. The record probably before that was nine hours and 30 minutes. Probably. He's like, I got you to go one second. I would. Shoot, I'm not going to go anymore. Nine hours is unrealistic. Oh, look, Australian with chronic pain condition smashes longest plank record. So he also had a lot of chronic back pain. And still. And still did it. Okay, so what I was going to say was is that you don't necessarily have to dedicate time to your core. You use your core in just about everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about back squats. Yeah. You can't squat without appropriately bracing mm-hmm. and, and going through the movement. So I'm not saying that that's an end-all, be-all movement for your core. But what I am saying is that, you know, if you're doing something that's requiring you to, to, to utilize your whole body, such as the back squat, because you the have to load it. Back squat. Yeah, deadlift. Even you know. pull-ups. Even oh, yeah. Kipping, even, I mean, anything, really. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So be active is kind of the overarching theme. But if you're really trying to dedicate time to your midsection, a.k.a. core, a.k.a. local or versus global or the slings, there are there are variations of way to do it, but it's super important to do it. Yeah, and that also doesn't mean if you're bracing during a squat, you're not supposed to shift or move in any way. Like, you could brace while your lumbar spine is creating more of a lordotic curve into yeah. a squat. Yeah. You can still brace. And what's a lordotic curve? You didn't say that. That's when you're like... Like you curve like an Instagram <laughs> model. I'm like doing the shape. He's like twerking. I'm like in twerking the chair. over here. Like, <laughs> when your butt kind of pops up and your spine flexes, yeah. Uh, you, you get. I mean, if you heard, you're twer- trying to you know stick your butt out. Trying to stick your butt out. Like you can still brace while you're doing those movements. Yeah. Right. You're just bracing while muscles. Certain muscles are lengthening more than others are shortening. So. Uh, it doesn't mean like stay in that static, stacked position because our body's going to move the way it's more comfortable. Um, for example, Olympic weightlifters, like mm-hmm. you, a lot of people have more of a, of that curve that we're talking about, but you can still brace in that position. It's just a matter of you're bracing in some of those muscles that are support, like they're just lengthened, right? They're yeah. longer. And yeah, you're still yeah. bracing, you're still contracting. So mm-hmm. don't think that that plank position is supposed to just translate to every movement right you know, like good you point. can brace through those movements as muscles are lengthening you're just like more aware of it right right and, and that's the whole position awareness and, and knowing where you're at is like we let's talk about deadlift mm. it's it's i consider it a little bit more of a, a simple movement because you go from a to b mm. however if you are already in an arched position you talked about lengthening mm-hmm. right like if you're arching your back or sticking your butt out you're compressing those smaller muscles that are basically grabbing onto your spine and now your abs are on stretch Mm. right so if you brace bring your uh you know i'm sorry you contract your midsection draw your belly button in get set up the way you typically would basically what i'm alluding to is knowing where your bot your limbs are in space are insanely crucial because mm. you can really mess up a deadlift if you know your butt raises before anything else etc there's other there's mm. cues into it but what i'm really trying to hone in on is the setup how you're bracing yourself and the lift should look the same from A to B. Mm-hmm. You know, just really speaking to the different variations of positions that you can still maintain a good, tight core and move dynamically. If you lost her, so did I. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. Uh, Clearly, he doesn't deadlift very well. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> I did throw my back deadlifting. That was that wasn't even talking about that, but I'm just saying. Uh, but it was because she was there. Shut up. Anyways, well, that does it for core today. So if you ain't working on your core, you ain't hot core. <laughs> good one. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> 
Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where Where you you come come first. first.